more waiver wire talk heading into week two before the Monday night game commences. Who are you picking up? Who's the top waiver wire grab for week two? Let's break all that down and more. The fantasy football show begins now. I talked about this on my live stream last night. We went over it, but I think it's important to focus because we talked about so much last night. It was over an hour of, of all kinds of topics. I wanted to focus on the ad drops for week two. Who are the top guys to grab? Really, I, I guess I'm focusing on the main guy, Elijah Mitchell. We've got Raheem Mostert out eight weeks with meniscus damage. Um, so we're looking at a potential uh, uh, James Robinson situation for Elijah Mitchell moving forward. Now, there is a shot that Trey Sermon does climb back into good graces with Shanahan, and and he, he grabs a hold of this starting job for the 49ers. So I, I nobody needs to be uh, dropping um, Sermon to get Mitchell. You need to figure out a way to retain both if you're lucky enough to have Sermon. So it was cartilage issue, probably, I don't know how much meniscus damage or whatnot. We're still waiting on some of the details on this knee injury, but Mostert can't stay healthy. And I don't, I don't anticipate this guy returning to the team next year, let alone to the lineup this year. We're, we're looking at a potential uh, 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 starting running back change right now. This isn't just a fill-in type opportunity. These two guys, Sermon and Mitchell, are the future of this rushing attack in San Fran. And we're looking currently at Mitchell being the hot hand in a approach, a coaching approach that rolls with the hot hand. So Mitchell is the starter until I hear otherwise. He had 19 carries for over 100 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Didn't get any receptions or targets, or he might have got targeted. He didn't have a reception in, in week one, which was kind of odd. They didn't use him at all in the passing game. But I think more of a game, you know, planned game game script with this guy in practice will lead to more opportunities in the receiving game. So, you know, Mostert was the, the starter. He got hurt during the game. So they weren't – Mitchell wasn't prepared or versed on, on you know, everything that they wanted to, to execute in this game. So very, very normal for him to be maybe a one-dimensional part of the plan of attack when he filled in, you know, mid-game. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say this right now. I'm going to say Elijah Mitchell – if I had to put a, uh, I like to do these these percentage odds and scales on everything. If I had to put a percentage chance that Mitchell is this year's best waiver wire pickup all year long, I would say six out of ten confidence level that this is the best pickup of the year. For those of you wondering, do I put all my fab dollars on? How much do I put on it, Schmitty? I don't know how much fab dollars to put on a player in your league. Like this question I get all the time. The, the answer you want is how confident am I that he's the guy to pick up on the year? That's what you're asking because I couldn't possibly know how much fab dollars to throw on a player in your league because every league is different. Some leagues require 100 out of $100 to be thrown on a player whenever they pop up and look like that guy. And that's just the way that league functions. And everybody peer pressures each other into dropping their entire wad on the player at, in question. And so, I, you know, in other leagues that are very conservative with a bunch of conservative fantasy owners, they may never drop more than 20 or 30 percent on a player. And in, in that case, I would go 5 percent, 10 percent more than that average just to be safe. So nobody gets cute and grabs them. So 
30% is the max anybody ever spends because they're just so conservative with their money, then drop 35, drop 40, be safe, be bold, grab them for 40% of your fab. Like I have a league where I'm going to drop $100 out of 100. I have a league where I'm going to drop 150 out of 150. And I have another league just to give you perspective where I'm going to drop 50 out of 150 because they never drop more than like 30 or 40 bucks on a player out of 150. So it just totally depends. If you know your league, you can get away with more. If you don't know your league, you're kind of batting blind. If this is year one in your league or you joined a league where you don't know anybody, then unfortunately you got to make a call based on, you know, maybe if anybody used free agent dollars heading into week one, you got a sense of what people are willing to spend. To me, if this is a six out of 10 confidence level that this is the best pickup of the year, Elijah Mitchell, then for me, in the leagues where it makes sense for me to do it, like I need a running back or I'm not just spending this fab dollar amount on a player that I probably won't ever use because I've got Miles Gaskin struggling to get into my lineup because my running backs are so stacked. Like then I'm not going to maybe be as prone to dropping everything on him. But the way I see it is he's got the potential to be the best pickup of the year. And for that reason, I'm willing to in case, and, and I say this in cases where you can still pick up guys for free later on in the week. If you can't, if you need a dollar to pick up a player ever, and you're going to never have another ad drop, you can't ever pick up a defense, you can't ever pick up a free, you know, back of quarterback or back of tight end, then you can't spend every dollar. You've got to save a couple bucks. You have to. Um, but in the cases where I can pick up free guys, I'm I, majority of the of the leagues, I'm, I'm just dropping it all on Mitchell. And I don't care. I'm doing it with a smile. <laughs> and that's the way I roll. I'm a baller, though, when it comes to my fab money, though. I, I spend it like I make it rain. On uh, Fab Day, I just dropped the whole wad straight up. Um, next top pickups, real quickly, I'll, I'll I'll go over Kenny Gainwell needs to be looked at and grabbed. I talked about him all off season long as a potential league winner. Um, I think that he eventually takes over the job. I think Sanders eventually gets hurt. Sanders doesn't have the frame to hold up as this every down back. So Kenny Gainwell is a league winner. But if you've been following my content closely and my bold predictions and all that, you probably know that Kenny Gainwell. Uh, was one of my top ads for 2021 um, in, in the, at the end of a draft and one of the guys I think you should secure. If, you, if he's available, grab him. Um, as to who you drop, I mean, that depends. Like, do you drop a, a big-name player? No. Do you drop a guy that you could eventually start? Probably not. But bring that to me through my heysmitty.com. Order my tech service or drop it in a comment on a YouTube video and hit that thumbs up and subscribe while you're there. And to get to my YouTube, you just got to go to youtube.com slash the fantasy football show or just type in the fantasy football show on YouTube or just go to smitty1, the number one.com. Um, Winston needs to be grabbed if Winston's available in your league. Clearly, he's going to ball for as long as he stays in that lineup. And he had, he had good success. I think Winston deserves, uh, you know, instant low-end QB1 consideration. Like, if you're in a league where you have two quarterbacks, one is Winston, or in a case where you're about to pick up Winston, that's what this whole podcast is about, about is add drops, and you can grab Winston and secure Winston through waivers. And then let's say you have a quarterback that played really well. Let's say you have Tom Brady, okay? Tom Brady's a very nice sell high. Doesn't mean I don't believe in him. Doesn't mean I don't think he'll continue to do well. He will. But in a situation where you're in a bind and your team, you're being honest with yourself, you're inward looking and you say to yourself, 
I can't win. I can't win. I don't have the team that can win if I don't make a move. Then if that's the case, then trading Tom Brady for another player is advisable if you can roster and retain a guy like Winston. Because now you can have Winston and instead of Tom Brady, you go after a Justin Jefferson on the cheap, a Ridley on the cheap, a Gibson on the cheap, a Najee Harris on the cheap, and you find somebody that just botched their quarterback drafting and they'll they'll overpay and they're 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 panicking. Zeke Elliott. And in some of these cases like Zeke or Ridley, you may not be able to do Brady straight up, but you may be able to toss in a running back that, you know, looks to be somewhat appealing right now that won't later example mark ingram you know who's also another ad drop if if he isn't on your squad or something um so those those are those are some of the top pickups of the week um i i think there's some other players of note christian kirk um uh rondell moore both cardinal players rondell moore looked about as good as kirk minus the touchdown so uh kirk had two touchdown touchdowns so it's easy to call him the the pickup of, of, of the two because he had the two scores. But Rondell Moore is very exciting. Rondell Moore is very good. And uh, either one of those guys could be the, the number two there in Arizona this year. Um, right now, Kirk's got the edge, but I think Rondell Moore's got the talent. So we'll, we'll see how that, that shakes out. Um, guys like Pascal. Pascal for the, the Colts is, is an option. Um, Shepard, Sterling Shepard for uh, the Giants did very well in his week, uh, week one contest. Um, other players, like uh, if you need a tight end, um, Dewan Johnson from the Saints, looks like he could be heavily involved. Um, make sure, make sure uh, Everett, um, Everett isn't available for the, for the Seahawks. Gerald Everett used to be a Ram. Dude looks like he's pretty dialed in with uh, Russell Wilson at this point. He looked pretty athletic and, and healthy and and kind of electric in the game, to be honest, for a tight end. I was excited. Um, he, didn't, he didn't have a huge stat line. It wasn't monstrous, but he definitely made a splash, and he's worth worth a grab. Um, I think uh, I mentioned Mark Ingram. You know, there, there are let – me, let me pull up. I think I have a few more names that I can drop. Um, based on my Star Bench article, which you can find at sleeperu.com. So if you go to sleeper, the letter u.com, I have my most recent waiver wire article up. And that waiver wire article suggests the following other players to grab if if for any reason they're available in your league. Um, so let me pull that up right here and get you that info. And then we will. Uh, I will see you on the YouTube channel a little later because I'm dropping one of my, my bigger videos of the year um, right out of the gate, which is going to be breaking down the, the, the bus from 2021 week one and talking about these guys, like who busted, who might continue to bust. And I'm going to do my old, my old confidence level, uh, meter, you know, zero to 10. How worried am I continue? Am I going to be continuously worried about a bust? Oh, Jacoby Myers was on my list. That's what I wanted to talk about. He's available in like 40 to 50% of league. Shout out to JP. Um, 40 to 50% of leagues, he's available. That's crazy. He, he's a wide receiver three. He's an excellent wide receiver three. This was a tough matchup. He could be a, an excellent wide receiver three moving forward. So make sure you grab Jacoby Myers if for any reason he's sitting there on waivers. Terrence Marshall for the Carolina Panthers. James White, running back for the New England Patriots, was very heavily involved. 
Um, I told you Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, Gerald Everett already. Devin Singletary, Moss can't stay healthy. Uh, Jawan Johnson, I told you about him from the Saints. Van Jefferson for the Rams is a decent wide receiver ad. Taylor Heineke, I forgot to mention, is one of the top quarterback ads because uh, Fitzpatrick's out for for a, you know a decent amount of time, um, and I don't know that he'll be right. He'll bounce right back. So if he's out like a month or more, then Heineke's going to get a chance to grab this job. And if he plays well, he's not letting go of it. If he doesn't play well, Fitz will be back. But Heineke's exciting. I like Heineke. I I have a little faith in him. Uh, Sam Darnold for the Carolina Panthers. Larry Roundtree, running back for the Chargers, who, you know, is is in line to eventually become the backup. And so if Eckler's injury, you know, continues to bother him all year or gets worse somehow, he would be a good grab. And then as I said, Zach Pascal, the, the wide receiver for the Colts. So that, that does it. That is your week, uh, week two waiver wire ads, 2021 fantasy football. Get on over to HeySmitty.com, order my text advice. Get on over to Smitty1.com, Smitty1.com for all my content. And join me every Tuesday and Thursday on the YouTube channel. I From 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern to 7 p.m. Eastern, I'm live every single Tuesday and Thursday answering your questions. And then my the rest of my live stream schedule, Friday and Saturday, I am live midnight Eastern every single Friday and Saturday to answer your questions on YouTube, YouTube.com slash The Fantasy Football Show. Every single, every single Friday and Saturday night, midnight. And then Sunday morning on Instagram at the Fantasy Football Show. I'm live the entire one hour kicking into, uh, kicking off into the morning games. Uh, so join me on Instagram. Peace out.